Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Uh, yeah, that means we are talking Kiwis, we are talking Warriors and Broncos. Dave Tobin, I reckon that's still number one in New Zealand. No, well, maybe a couple of years ago. Uh, the perfect man to talk about the Warriors and the Broncos prelim final is on the line. He was part of the Warriors from 2008 to 2010. In that time, he played a prelim final against Manly, but when he was at the Broncos, he also won grand finals. I speak none other than Brent Tate. Tatey, good morning to you. Now, foot rot, uh, not foot rot, flats, um, Dave Dobbin and Slice of Heaven. Is it still number one in New Zealand? <laughs> oh, Benny, not not quite, mate. It's, I'm not the I know I'm old, but uh, I'm definitely not uh, Dave Dobbin number one on the charts. Old. Oh no, no, that's that's not you. That that's more that's more. I thought it was knocked off number one about two years ago in New Zealand. I, I think, uh, <laughs> I think that... Mate, what, what a great song and a great anthem. And and, and let's be honest, mate, that uh, that'll be getting pumped right now over in New Zealand because they are celebrating right now. Okay, this is this is how we set it up. You are the perfect person to talk about this from a Broncos point of view and a Kiwis point of view because. 2008, you played in a prelim final for the Warriors against Manly. What is Auckland like? What is New Zealand like during a Warriors prelim final when they could get a shot at the big dance? Oh, Benny, I, I, I always say, uh, and, I, and I genuinely mean this, my, my favourite place in the world to play is Suncorp Stadium, Origin Night. Um, a, a really close second to that is playing any game at Mount Smart Stadium because of the fans. Um, 2008, when it was when they had the first blackout uh, of the crowd, you know everyone wore black. Oh yeah, uh, mate. The whole nation basically, you could actually feel the the, the groundswell of the nation behind us. And and mate, honestly, it, it was like nothing else. I got goosebumps talking about it now because it was just such a wonderful time. And you know, I just that you know the, the players have embraced it over there at the moment, and I hope they do because. Um, you, you don't get those opportunities where you, you you literally feel a country behind you, and um, you know they've got it right now, mate. And it'd be a, it'd be a wonderful place to be. It'd be a wonderful place as a player to be playing for the Warriors right now, feeling that it'd be absolutely sensational. Does it lift you or weigh you down having that expectation of a of a nation behind you or on your shoulders? Mate. No, I think it, I think you jump on the wave and ride it. Um, I think as a player, that's you know you want to accept that. You know, it's a wonderful, a wonderful opportunity. Um, I think it's it's something you embrace um, and feel and feed off. And um, I know in 2008 we certainly did that when we went back over there. Well, unfortunately, we fell one short, but um, mate, certainly, absolutely love the love. You know that that period of my footy career was just a wonderful time. The thing I've picked up on with the the Kiwis, the Waz, they they've. They're just so chill. They're so relaxed. I saw an interview with Sean Johnson the other day. He's sitting in his car and the journos come up and just started talking to him through the car window and he was happy to have a chat. It was like he was at the drive-thru. You know, it was, it, they were just so chill. Yeah, look, look, I think 
the media is probably a little different over there, Benny. They are out of the spotlight a little bit, I think. So I think, you know, the ability to have that relationship with them is is probably on a bit of a different level. But, um, you know, I certainly, I think, you know, the way Sean, um, skipper of the club, you know, the most high-profile player over there has embraced the fans, the media. Um, again, I think they've done it the right way, Benny. They've... they've They've embraced it. They haven't pushed it away. They haven't shied away from it. They've decided that they're going to ride it. Um, and, and why wouldn't you? Um, you know, everyone's on the back of them. Everyone's up the wires. And um, I, I think he's really set a, a great example of, you know, how, how to manage the media, how to how to use it and enjoy it. And, um, you know, mate, they're, they're playing wonderful footy. And they're going to give themselves every chance this week to beat the Bronx too. Yeah, Brent Tate, my guest this morning, uh, he's been part of a Warriors prelim final. He's been part of a Broncos prelim final too, and we'll get into that in just a tick, Tatey. The, the question I'm asking today, Brisbane fans, uh, and it's off the back of Brent Reid last night on NRL 360, he's a Broncos fan, but he's worried. He's worried because of the momentum, I guess, this wave that you just mentioned of the Kiwis. What's, what's your concern? Let's start with... What's your concern coming into this side, uh, coming to this weekend from a Warriors point of view? And then we'll switch it over to the Bronx. What What's the biggest worry or concern for you? Look, look, mate, I think for the Warriors, um, you know, they, they have been riding that wave of emotion. And at some stage, I guess, you know, that, that, that can run out um, where you're just so physically tired. You've been up for a few weeks um, and, you know, the, it, it just catches up with you. So that, that's probably my worry from the Warriors' point of view. And, and um, the travel as well, does that is that a factor? Oh, yeah, it does, mate. Honestly, the travel, I don't care what anyone says, um, the, the travel is a huge factor, Benny. Yeah, and, and the, the two-hour time difference is enormous. Like, um, I always really struggle with that playing for the Warriors. You know, like you play at 8 o'clock, which is 10 o'clock back home in New Zealand, and, you, and it's like you're, you're yawning and you're ready to go to bed and you're trying to tell your body clock you've got to go out and play footy. So it's a... It's a huge, um, it, you know, whilst people say it's only two hours, it makes a massive difference in the travel. Um, it, it does take its toll. So that, that's probably, you know, my concern from the Warriors' point of view. Um, mate, I, I think Brisbane are going to be really hard to beat, mate. They've, they've had a week off at this time of year when you're busted, you're tired physically, mentally. Um, a week off is invaluable. Um, and I, I just don't think the Warriors will be able to come and ambush the the Broncos, mate, they've got too many big game players that have played, um, you know, origin matches, these these huge games um, mm. where they know they know what's coming. Um, they know what to expect. They know what semifinals footy is going to be like. And, uh, mate, I, I just get the feeling that they're ready, Brisbane, um, just from their the way they're talking, their swagger, um, you know, the calibre of players they've got. Mate, I, I really do think this is their year. I said before, the Warriors seemed chilled. Being down at Red Hill yesterday, it was chillax central. They, they, oh God, I sound like my kids now. Um, but they, <laughs> but it, it was it was so relaxed. It's you, you talk about oh, it's just another game, but it just seemed like it was. They they couldn't have been playing the Warriors in the in the middle of the year. In saying all that, Tatey, what is your biggest worry for the Broncos this weekend? Well, I guess, mate. On the other hand, you know that the Warriors continue the form that they've been on, and and they've they've still, you know, they're still riding that wave of emotion that they've got. So, look, they're a good team. The Warriors, you don't finish in the top four and you know get to a, a prelim final by not being a good team. You know, they've got a wonderful forward pack that uh, you know have laid the foundation for in the last few weeks. You know, we we know what a quality player Sean Johnson is, and he's a different. 
he's a different player to what he's been throughout his whole career, Benny. He, he's controlling games like he's never done before. So, um, look, mate, they're, they're, a, they're a team uh, that's got plenty of talent. Uh, that, you know, again, you know, finished top four by, by not getting the job done throughout the year. So, uh, and, and, mate, the other thing too is they're going to have plenty of support at Suncorp. Like, it'll be... It'll be loud for the Warriors. Like, they'll mm. be the Warrior chant going around for sure because every time I played there, there certainly was. And, um, you know, again, if they, they get into it uh, and the Bronx, you know, let, let the crowd into it from the Warriors' point of view, well, mate, it, it could be anything. Newcastle were guilty of not putting Sean Johnson on his backside uh, last weekend. Do, is that something the Broncos have to do or can they just do it by nullifying the middle? Or do you really need to paint a target on their on their key playmaker? Oh, mate, I, I think you've got to dominate the middle to be able to get your half. You know, the other week against Newcastle, they, you know, they Newcastle couldn't get to him because, you know, the likes of their, their forward pack, Fanua Brown, those sort of guys, you know, were ploughing through the middle, getting mm. quick play the balls, and Sean was just pulling the strings off that. So, you know, huge job in the middle for the Bronx forward pack. But again, mate, you know, the Warriors have got to handle Payne Haas. They've got Paddy Carrigan, these sort of guys, mate, that they're good players. Well, they are good, good players. So, uh, yeah, look, it, it, mate, as, as old as the game is, you still got to, it, the, the, the concept's still the same. You've got to win the middle. And if you don't win the middle, you don't win the game. So, it's a huge job for, for both packs. Fantastic, mate. Can I, Ask you the toughest question. It's probably asking you which oh, one's your favourite. Going to ask me this, mate. Yeah. I, I don't, but Benny. I, 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 look, I, as I said to you before, I think Brisbane will win and they're ready to win. But mate, I, I also love the story of the Warriors. And mate, if I cannot explain to you how huge it'd be if you're playing for that club and they won the yeah. first grand final over there, mate, it would be like nothing else. So I, I'm not going to give you a tip, mate. Oh, look, I've given you my tip, Brisbane, but um. Which one I'd prefer to win? Oh, yeah. I can't lose, mate. I love both. So, um, so you're cheering for both? Yeah, I think I am, mate. I, I, honestly, I, I think it, you know what'll happen. It'll get to the game, and I'll find myself probably cheering for one or the other. That's what usually happens in sort of these games where I've got um, emotional connection to both. So, yeah, uh, yeah mate. At, at the end of the day, I I hope it's just a cracking game of footy. And whatever team wins, mate. At the end of the day, when you get to the top four, you'll deserve to go through to the grand final. So, yeah, it'd be an interesting one. Yeah, good stuff, mate. Appreciate it. I, I appreciate the honesty too. I, I can see Slam and Sam here, the bloke who presses the buttons and gets it. I think he scrapped Dave Dobbin. I reckon he might be dialing up Natalie Imbruglia Torn, right? Because that's where you are right, right now. <laughs> I am. What a great track. Great track. Oh, good man. Hey, let's talk grand final week, shall we? All good. Let's do that. Nothing's fine, I'm torn I'm all out of faith This is how